0: Hey, and welcome back to Get Outside with Kids tonight. It's just Kate and myself, and we wanted to dive into a topic that I guess was kind of brought to light that it wasn't as common as we kind of thought it was with everybody. So we're going to break down a really easy way to get more time outside with your kids. We were recently at brunch with a bunch of our other mom friends. Gosh, the first time meeting up for brunch in like so long, right, Kate? I think there was like eight of us together on that last I think Sunday. It was Ten of us. 10 of us, wild I'm sure they're all listening as well, right? Hi, friends. (laughs) Hi, our 10 listener (laughs) friends. Thank you for listening (laughs) (laughs) in. Um, And it it was so nice. I mean, as you know, if you're listening in as a parent, how hard it is to get 10 moms together on a Sunday morning for brunch. It was the first time we have done that in, I think it was like a year, I think. Um, And we were all kind of chatting around and, you know, of course, you get to the topic of like summer plans, Um, you know, and one of the challenges, I guess, where we live, you know, we're so fortunate to live in such a beautiful area in British Columbia, but summer comes along and Everything feels like it's packed on the weekends. Me and Kate were chatting about we're already booking campgrounds, and you got to get up at seven a.m. You know, to be booking that campground and be getting that stuff. And the weekends start to fill up so fast. Like me and Kate were trying to coordinate a single weekend for camping together this summer, I and mean, we were like, between her schedule and my schedule, we were like, there is exactly one weekend left. <laughs> Actually, plan this camping trip together for our families.
1: It's actually a huge problem here because if you want to go swimming at a lake, for example, there are two very popular lakes in the Vancouver area, Sassamat and Bunsen. And so if you want to go swimming, there's not that many weekends in the summer in Vancouver where it's warm enough to go swimming, particularly if you're a little kid and like you, you know, you're a little scared of the water. If you dip your toe in and it feels like ice, you're not getting in. The only day you're going to get in and actually splash around and have fun is when it's feeling a little bit warmer. Okay. But also myself, because I don't like swimming in the cold. You definitely don't like swimming in the cold. (laughs) That's true. And me neither. I used to have a rule in Australia. I'd only swim on days where the temperature was over 30 degrees, which would leave almost zero days in Canada where I'd actually swim.
0: (laughs) Potentially actually (laughs) zero days in Vancouver.
1: Yes. Easily be zero. So what it means is if you go to the lake only on the weekends and you only go in July and August when it's warmer, there's only eight weekends you can go. And oh my God, it's really sad when isn't you say that it like sad? That. That's really that. Of those sad. eight weekend days, maybe you've got plans, maybe, um, and maybe the weather's not great on some of them, which might leave like two possible days to go to the lake in the summer, which makes me start to panic because those two lakes are just beautiful. They're just beautiful, amazing places. They're about 15 minutes drive from or 10 minutes drive from where we live. And, you know, kids absolutely love them. So, what we have found, Jen and I, is that if you're only thinking about the weekends, it's pretty much impossible to get in there. I've driven up to Bunsen Lake and I've arrived at the gates on a Sunday morning with two kids in the car at 803 And we were the second car turned away. 8.03 in the morning. Oh my God. I remember that Sunday. So sad. I was absolutely fuming. This is like, we can't get into the place that we want to go to. What's the point of living here? What Jen and I have realized in the last couple of years is that if you're only thinking about the weekends, of course you can't get in there. Every, Every person in Vancouver wants to go. But what if you open up the availability a little bit more in your head and consider going on a weeknight and not like a Friday night, but like... A Monday or a Tuesday night, the least popular nights of the week to do something like this. If you go into these beautiful places, even on the hottest, sunniest, most beautiful day, on a Monday or a Tuesday night, there's no one there. You can easily park, you can get the best spot on the beach. Your kids can have a ball. You've got the beautiful sunshine long into the evening. And you also feel like you've had a midweek adventure because you have.
0: Yeah. No, I think this was really game changing when, I mean, a lot of this happened when they put parking restrictions in and it's certainly during the pandemic, everyone was a little bit squirrely to try and get outside into places. And so we were looking for ways to be like, oh, like how do we visit some of these places more, but avoid the weekends? And so I don't know if it was me or you. I think, I mean, I love the lake. I'm a huge fan of Sassanat Lake. It was definitely you. Okay. It was, it was your idea. Planning. You can take credit. <laughs> (laughs) let's be honest, there's probably a spreadsheet I created about it. And I was just like, guys, let's just call it Tuesday night, lake night, and let's just put it in our calendar. And there was kind of a group of three or four of us, uh, you know, couples and just said, Tuesday night, lake night, we'll always go on Tuesday nights, and whoever can make it can make it. It's just like an open standing invite, there'll always be somebody there. And it'll be Tuesday nights, if it's a good night, we'll be at the lake. Um, And that just kind of came with the routine for the whole summer, kind of like midway through June to like midway through September, we made it most Tuesday nights, it kind of, was a good night where you're not away for a long weekend. You're kind of come back on Monday and had Monday to like recover and maybe do washing if you've just come back from somewhere else. Mondays sometimes are tough to get out. And it made such a difference for the summer because, like Kate said, it for me, it really took the pressure off the weekends because I always felt like you're trying to get to the lake on the weekend, you're trying to do all this stuff on the weekend, and then your whole weekend spent running around. But on a Tuesday night, you can rock up anytime. There is nobody there. You can park at the best parking spot so your kids don't have to walk nearly as far. Um, we would make a you know a picnic dinner. So we bring dinner like easy sandwiches or I'd make up, you know, frozen pizza in the afternoon, chop up some veggies, throw it in a cooler. Again, kids don't care what they eat when they're at the beach. As long as there's some food we can shovel into them at some point, they're really happy. And so we pick the kids straight up from daycare, drive straight to the beach and for us it was so worth sacrificing kind of like one normal night at home. Yes, we definitely got home like you know later than our normal bedtime and you know with kids there's definitely sand everywhere. But then when the weekend came, just for me it felt like we already did something really awesome during the week and it just took that little bit of pressure off for the weekend to have to be, you know, quote-unquote perfect.
1: We're really lucky to live really close to those two lakes and I don't think this episode is not go to the lake on a weeknight in summer. It's about <laughs> It's about living for weeknight adventures rather than waiting for the weekends. So that might mean that maybe your family really enjoys going for picnics together. But could you do it on a Tuesday night? Like does your work schedule allow for that? Obviously, loads of people's schedule doesn't. But you know, maybe you've got time, time in your week that isn't prime time. <laughs> and you could actually make that the highlight of your week. Because I have such beautiful memories from some of these Tuesday night adventures at the lake, for example, or, you know, some of the other things that we've been able to get out and do throughout the rest of the year on a middle of the week kind of night. And there's no reason why you have to wait for the weekend to have that that perfect, <laughs> that perfect kind of opportunity. It also means, you know, I think in my head, sometimes I get stuck into this, like, you know, it's really hard to catch up with friends sometimes when you've got kids, particularly when kids are sick and that kid's sick. And, you know, if you've got a friend who also has two kids, and you have two kids, the chances of all four kids being healthy enough for you all to get together is pretty much zero. Like you're never going to exactly see each never. other. <laughs> and so, if you think about the weekend, you're like, well, we've got like Saturday morning and maybe Saturday afternoon, maybe Sunday morning. There might be like two times on the weekends you could possibly see a friend, and they're busy both times. But now, if you add in a weeknight option, you're suddenly like, Oh, we could actually do something, and I know it sounds—it sounds, it sounds kind of obvious. It's like here's another night. It's just I think we get really into this routine. It definitely hit us when we we're talking with our mum friends at that brunch recently. That like people all kind of get into the groove of this weeknight thing where you just do the routine, you know, you do the same thing every yeah, night. So we easy. do this, we get into this oh, habit. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, and one other way to look at it too, is like, what's like the smallest possible thing you could do on a weeknight? Me and Kate are big fans of this truck called Taco Fino. Taco Fino, if you're listening, we love your food. Uh, we would be happy
1: to be sponsored <laughs> by Taco Fino. Taco oh Fino, gosh. give us a call.
0: Or on Instagram, what
1: a dream. And get outside with kids, <laughs> DM us. Come on.
0: Um, That's going in the show notes for sure. Um, And Taco Fino last summer, I remember they often came on a Thursday night earlier like their friday night truck time was like too late for us with kids so they often came on a thursday night for reference
1: we live right near a bunch of microbreweries and the food trucks come to the microbreweries not everybody lives near a microbrewery yet maybe true. That we're okay. very lucky to live near a microbrewery, meaning the Taco Fino truck is often just down the road from us. <sighs> often down the road.
0: But we would often use Thursday night, the Taco Fino truck would come. And so sometimes in the summer, again, that kind of idea of like, instead of waiting for the weekend to do it, we would coordinate picking up the kids, we'd pick up some food and we would just take it to the park across the street. So it felt like, again, that adventure on a Thursday night that we were going to have dinner in the park and we'd pick up some food for dinner and we'd bring it across the street from the park and we'd all meet up at the park after daycare, after work kind of thing. And we be there for like an hour, you know, it wasn't a massive adventure, but gosh, those Thursday nights in the summer, when again, it was a beautiful evening and you've, you've picked up some food for dinner and you're just brought a blanket to the park, or frankly, just some grassy field to sit outside. Again, it just felt like we were able to catch up as adults and have a little bit of time. The kids got that extended playtime outside. And then when you get home from a Thursday night, you're like, huh. I feel like I did a little something. It feels like a crazy weeknight that we had a picnic outside. And for me, especially on a Thursday night, it always feels like it extends the weekend a little bit. Like It feels like we had just a little bit of extra adventure to kind of kickstart the weekend by just having a picnic with friends outside at the park. We recently had Sandy Schwartz
1: on the podcast talking about her, her project, the Eco Happiness Project. And one of the things she was talking about is these little kind of things that you can incorporate into your everyday life to get you and your kids outside. And what I loved about what she was sharing is how simple the ideas were, but that you're not necessarily doing them every day. One of them that she mentioned was having a picnic, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we have picnics. We have picnics. Like we'll go and have a picnic on a Saturday, and it's a big thing where we meet people and you know, like meet friends for the picnic and whatever." But one of the things that that sort of stuck out from hearing her talk was like a picnic does not need to be a big deal. It could be a little, you know, it could be your dinner. It could be a weeknight dinner out in the back garden with your family and just to kind of break things up, you know, like the routine of having kids is really hard. The day in, day out, what's for dinner, dishes, dishes getting everybody into the bath, everybody to bed. I say, I can say this right now because me and Jen have just wrapped this up. What? Half Literally just did that. Kids yep. just went to bed. <laughs> it's very fresh. Yeah. At my table as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my table. There's still dinner food on it. I didn't wipe it down. Whatever. Yeah, my, by the way, here. my strategy for cleaning is basically wait until the food has dried out enough that you can then just sort of sweep it up. Like don't go in when it's all like wet and gunky. Wait a day or two. It'll dry out oh, and then you can sweep easier. it up. So much easier to clean. So that's kind of my approach. And it's, you know, very fresh in my mind right now, but being able to break it up just a little bit for your kids and like it makes, they get so excited about things that like, oh, we're going to eat on the grass outside. Oh my gosh. Um, just something to break up the monotony of life. <laughs> And make it feel like you're not just living the rat race kind of day in day out groundhog day. So Sandy had heaps of great ideas in her on on her website, the Eco Happiness Project, as well. Um, and you know the other one was like art. Could you do like an art night with your kids? Could you do some painting outside all together as a family? I can't paint, but you know, I guess that's kind of the point. Um, but could you do an activity like that? It doesn't require going anywhere, but it can be a really fun kind of focal thing, particularly with kids. If you build it up with them, if you you know build that anticipation. Tomorrow night, we're going to learn. We're going to learn how bad mummy is at painting. Great, mummy doesn't have a how much opportunity bone.
0: there is for growth. You mean Kate? Uh, sorry. <laughs>
1: We're going to learn <laughs> how much opportunity Mummy has for <laughs> growth with painting.
0: It's exactly what you would say <laughs> to kids, to four-year-olds. Um, <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing for me was, like, especially when I come back to that lake thing. Was we just kind of set it like Tuesday nights, lake night, and just by kind of making that commitment in your schedule, it just. It made it so much easier to go. I think that's another kind of takeaway for me too, is like, instead of every week being like, should we go and what day? And sometimes, you know, you get a group chat going with moms. Well, I could do Wednesday. Well, I could do Thursday. Oh, I could do Friday. And then guess what? Nobody goes to Lake at all. But we just all kind of said, look, let's just Tuesday night works a lot of the time. It'll be Tuesdays. And whoever can go, can go. And if you can't make it one week, we'll see who's there the next week. But it just made it like it took the planning out of it, which I also think really helped. But just kind of if you have a close group of friends to say like, hey, why don't this summer every Wednesday we host, we have a picnic at the park here this time, this date you drop in when you can make it. And then you're not scrambling to make plans all the time. So like, again, whatever you can do to simplify the getting outside just makes it that much easier. So, I mean, I'm a big planner as Kate kind of alluded to, and I like getting everybody out for stuff. So I'm always like, it's Tuesday night, guys. We're going to the lake. Who's going to come to the lake? Cool. I'll see you there. We're going to be there. Same spot, same place. Um, you know, but it's just one thing we can all do. And it was super fun. Like some weeks there would just be Kate and I there. Some weeks there'd be like, three I mean, or just four Kate comes. and I. I mean, okay. And the kids, obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. You mean there was Kate and I and it was the yeah. best night of your life, <laughs> yeah.
0: right, Jen? It does sound lovely. We actually should go to the lake one night, just the moms. That actually sounds a whole different <laughs> kind of lovely, right? With all the kids and the sand everywhere. We've actually never done that. And, and it was super fun. Fun. And I feel like by doing it more often, it made me more comfortable. Also getting home a little bit later. Yep, everyone's a little bit wet and sandy. But you again, that almost became a routine on its own. And we were able to really strategize how to get everybody out of the car sandy and up to the showers as efficiently as possible.
1: Yeah, for sure. If you are thinking, you know, particularly if you're thinking of maybe a camping trip and it's something you're not super comfortable with, um, you know, doing some of these, particularly a lake, I feel like a lake visit, a swim or a beach visit, you know, a lot of places in Vancouver are close to a beach that's a good practice for camping because you're going to get pretty sandy. So if you've got a camping trip coming up and you're still sort of feeling nervous about it, these building up your experience and like the number of like trips you can do before that time can help you feel a little bit more prepared. I think what you're saying earlier, Jen, is true as well about that mental load of planning, you know, that sort of emotional labor. And we have to do so much of that stuff when we have kids. And in many relationships, it falls to one person in particular. If you're a single parent, it's all you all the time. Um, And so- a lot of that is like there's sort of three aspects to it. There's like the thinking about what to do, the planning for it, and then the actual doing of the thing. So if you can set a recurring something in your calendar, which might be like maybe there's maybe a kid goes to preschool and you know there's a group of other parents who after preschool every week in summer or in the winter or whenever there's snow on the ground, maybe you go to play in the snow, but you set a recurring time with other families um, in your community that you can do that thing. It just takes that emotional labor aspect out of it. And now you don't have to think about doing it. You just do it. <laughs> you don't have to think about what to do. You just do it. And it helps you to feel more connected into other friends. Um, because, you know, if you only see friends on the weekend and you've got your work and you've got your kids or whatever, or maybe you, you're a stay-at-home parent through the, or you're a grandparent caring for kids through the week, it can be pretty lonely if your only company is kids. So having some socialization in the middle of the week on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night, Monday night um, can feel really good for making it feel like you're not just, like I said, not just part of the rat race. Because we're not, right? Jen?
0: No, we're not. We're totally. I mean, you're self employed. You're awesome. I'm part of that. I'm self employed. Uh, And how many hours a week do I work, Kate? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> a, very good like job a million, too yeah. many hours. Um, which is also why w- we need to schedule in activities. Yeah. So you don't just work all night
0: every night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it is so true. Like I, It's so easy to just re- rinse and repeat the same night every night. And sometimes it feels like everything's so hard, right? And you're stuck in the same routine. And then all it really takes is one night to be like, oh my gosh, I do enjoy spending weeknights with my kids. I just forgot because so many of them, we just do the same thing. We get home, we shove dinner in their faces, we get them in the Bath, we go to bed. And then by having one weeknight where I can do something I actually enjoy with my children, like this time outside at a beach with a shovel, does it mean there might be extra meltdowns? Yep, that could be part of it. Does it mean we're going to go to bed later? Yep, that's part of it too. But Having a little bit of balance of just shaking up the routine, for me, it is worth that maybe they go to bed a little bit later part sometimes because we're actually enjoying our time together during the week as opposed to spending five nights doing the exact same thing every single night and just never remembering why we we spent the time and money to live where we do.
1: My husband's also often saying this to me, you know, like we can't just live for the the weekend moments or for the vacation moments, you know, like the life that's happening with your kids right in front of you today is is pretty awesome a lot of the time, but you can easily miss it. I miss it all the time. <laughs> I miss it because I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about whatever. So yeah, having something regular in your calendar on a non-weekend day, if you can make that work with your schedule, if you can make that work with your, you know, your childcare arrangements or whatever else you have going on in your life, it can be such a great addition to your week. It can make you feel a little bit more human. Um, It can give you some great memories and it can also make you feel more connected to other parents in your area if you're able to make it a social occasion as well.
0: Yeah, no, I love that, Kate. So if you're getting outside on the weeknights or you have ideas we'd love to hear from you over on instagram at get outside with kids it might look completely different where you are and we'd love to know more about your area and how you're making it work or maybe some of what some of your challenges are uh, we'll have some show notes with some of the places that we mentioned here today if you're listening in from the vancouver area and otherwise check back every week and make sure you subscribe to the latest episode of get outside with kids